Welcome to another Biblical lesson from Biblical Truth. Um, you'll need to um, take your Bible and we're going to need the book of 3 John. Also, you'll need to get um, the book of Mark, the book of Mark uh, chapter 5 verse 25. If you could get your, <clears throat> I'll just play this while you're turning to 3 John and also to the book of Mark. Okay, so we've, we're going to continue um, in the book of Third John. Um, I want to give you a lesson today dealing with faith revealed in Jesus Christ. Um, we, over the last few lessons in the book of Third, First and Second and Third John, we've looked at the fact that John was writing to the believers. He was writing to us that our joy might be full. And the context of of these three books is the word truth. Of course, our Lord and Saviour is the truth. And the last lesson we did was the full reward. And he said to us as a reminder in Second John verse 7, he says, For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. So continuing in the truth and continuing in the light is the admonition that John gives us. He wrote in the book of 1 John where he opened up in verse 4 of chapter 1. He said, And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. And, of course, the idea is that John's not dealing with our salvation as much as he's dealing with our conversion, and that conversion is to walk in light. And as a believer, you have received the Lord God as your Saviour, and so therefore we are to walk in light, walk by faith, not by sight. And they, they're, the, they're the main doctrines that John deals with, and the one that he focuses on most is the fact that God was manifest in the flesh and if you remember that he opens up 1 John chapter 1 where John had the privilege of being a disciple where he said that which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us, that which we have seen, heard, declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And of course, we're dealing with the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, he was God manifest in the flesh. And it's important to remember that there are many deceivers in the world that are anti-Christ and they won't give Jesus Christ the preeminence. But I want to come to 3 John and I want to want you to keep in mind the message I have this morning or today it, dealing with faith revealed in Jesus Christ and 
once again, this letter is a letter as not so much an open a letter or epistle. He's like Second John was to the lady elect, but here we have the elder unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. And Gaius is somebody that demonstrates the believer's life and and that his faith is in Jesus Christ, but more so the fact that the truth is in thee. And of course, John goes on, and I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. And I want you to understand that God wants us as believers to walk in the truth. Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to strangers which have borne witness of thy charity before the church, whom if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly, godly thought, thou shalt do well, because that for his name's sake they went forth, taking nothing of the Gentiles. We therefore ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers of the truth. And of course, uh, John is about to maybe write, is going to write to the church in verse 9 in a moment, and it's an exhortation of the testimony uh, and the witness of Gaius and 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 their charity that was put before the church. So in verse nine, he says, "I wrote unto the church, but but Diocrephus, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, receiveth us not. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds which he doeth, prating against us with malicious words and not." content therewith, neither doth he himself receive the brethren, and forbiddeth them that would, and casteth them out of the church. Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God, but he that doeth evil have not seen God. Demetrius have a good report of all men, and of the truth itself, yea, and we also bear record, and ye know that our record is true. And I had many things to write, but I will not with ink and pen write unto thee, but I trust I shall shortly see thee, and we shall speak face to face. Peace be to you, and of our friends salute thee, greet the friends by name. Now, I want to really focus on the fact that in the day and age you and I live in, there are many obstacles to truth. There are many obstacles to just believing, say, the Bible, believing the Word of God, believing the very fact that it is God in us now. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit and the Lord indwells us as believers and we must realise that sometimes our biggest enemy is not so much just our flesh or the devil, but it can be the brethren when it comes to the truth. Diocrepus wanted the preeminence, and of course, we uh, we believe the book, the Bible, is the one that has the preeminence. Who gives Jesus Christ the preeminence? It's our authority um, when it comes to understanding the truth. And of course, First John, Second John, and Third John are dealing with the truth, and that eternal life is with the Father. But I want to I want to bring you uh, a, a thought from. 
the testimony of Gaius, where John said, I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in truth. Now, if you'd like to get your Bibles, and I'm going to come over to the book of Mark for a moment, and I want to use this illustration here, and then I'll come back to the book of Third John, and I want to deal with the, this woman here in verse 25, where Jesus Christ uh, says here, he says in verse 25, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years. So if we come over to Mark chapter 5, verse 25, I want to focus on the truth of when faith is revealed, when our faith is revealed in Jesus Christ, and here the example of this is done by this particular woman, a certain woman who had an issue um, of blood for 12 years. And when you come to the Christian life, um, often we see that many in the world today, many, many believers are trying to do things for God rather than putting their faith in God. And I want you to keep that in mind. Because when you and I put our faith in God, is then it is then that God can do his work through us. Rather, today we have more of a more of a, a situation where people are serving God, worshipping God, but but the actual fact that their faith is not in so much God's word or Jesus Christ, their faith is in their service or the good works. So when you come to Gaius, he was a man of a testimony and, and John rejoiced of the truth that was found in him. And have a look here with this woman for a moment. And this woman is a certain woman. That means in your Bible she's a, a real person. Um, she had suffered many things for 12 years. And verse 26, And had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. And, and sometimes that is the fact in life that we try everything um, and we find sometimes things in life don't fix things as we would like to think they would. I want you to understand our life is not ideal. Um, we're not in paradise now. We were, we're not in heaven yet. And sometimes in life things aren't ideal and things don't get fixed like we would like them to happen. And here's a woman who spent all she had and rather than uh, getting better of the issue she had, um, she rather grew worse. But verse 27 says, But when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press and, and touched his garment. Now, I want you to be with me for a moment. There was a big crowd there that day. So she, regardless of the crowd, regardless of the obstacles um, that was presented before her, her desire was that she would uh, not worry about the obstacles, but she came and touched his garment, for she said, If I may touch Betty's clothes, I shall be whole. And straight away the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. So here is a woman who put her faith in Jesus Christ, and she didn't worry about the obstacles that was before her and she came to Jesus Christ. I want you to think for a moment, what are the things that are in your way at the moment? What's stopping you from coming to Jesus Christ? What is the obstacle that 
presents you from putting your faith in him as this woman demonstrates here by her faith in Jesus Christ and she came and she touched his garments and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him turned him about in the press and said who touched my clothes I want you to think for a moment who touched my clothes and that's what she did and his disciples said unto him thou seest the multitude thronging thee and of course a crowd that throngs you would press up against you and sayest thou who touched me and I want you to just for a moment take your mind back to what John did say where that that he had the privilege of handling of the word of life that there was Jesus Christ or God manifest in the flesh clothed in in a in a robe of flesh you could say as as the son of God and there they could handle him there they they could touch him and here in this passage um the Bible says that she touched her his clothes, his garment, and Jesus said, who touched my clothes? But the disciples said, uh, fronging thee and sayest, who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. Now, can I say something to you is that there are many fronging him that day. Many were up against him, but none had, but none had the testimony of this woman as Jesus now turns around in the crowd and looked around about to see her that had done this thing. What had she done? She had simply put her faith in him. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. So here is a woman that here's a woman that revealed that her faith was revealed in Jesus Christ and there she was a woman that despite the obstacles despite the despite the disappointment and the doubt that she had had of trying to be cleared of this issue said that I put my faith in Jesus Christ and didn't worry about the obstacles that were in front of her and she came to Christ, and there, she, there is the testimony that what had happened to her. Now, as to understand something here, that the many of the crowd touched him, but and they were thronging him, very much like the modern day church today. They are serving him, they are they are worshiping him, but there are not many in the crowd that put their faith in him and there is a big difference between serving God and putting your faith in him and allowing God then to do the work that only Jesus Christ can do and that work was already done when he died for our sins on the cross when he was buried he rose again his blood is the propitiation of our sins but not for our sins only but for the sins of the whole world he's already saved us all you and I need to do now is come to Jesus Christ and and, and, and thank him that he died on the cross for your sins and receive him as your saviour and put your faith in what he's done for you already where the Bible says God commended his love towards us and while yet sinners Christ died for us 
So when you and I come to Jesus Christ and identify that he died for your sins and you thank him that it was his works that save us, God then imparts the spiritual gift of salvation to you freely by grace. And here is a woman that put her faith in Jesus Christ, yet the crowds are thronging him, and yet none was none touched God like she did because the Bible says, and here's the verse that I want you should write this verse down and remember it. He says in Hebrews 11 verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And that is the, the only thing, the thing that touches God is when we put our faith in him. God is not touched by our works. He's not touched by our service. He's not touched by our wor worship, even though God should be worshipped. God is touched when we put our faith in him and in his word. And that's a really important thing. Recently, we've been selling our house and there was a real estate that I went to and the real estate man said to me, he said, just have faith. And of course that really grieved me because it's not just have faith, it's faith in him. My faith, your faith should be in Jesus Christ. It's not just faith alone, it's faith in him. And here this woman, uh, this woman put his her faith in him. I would challenge you, if you're listening to this this morning, you should challenge the Lord and see that he is true. Put your faith in him and test him and ask him to do things for you. It's, not, it's, it's, it, it's something that he wants you to do, that he can reveal to you that, he is, that, that your faith then can be in him. He will reveal that to you and show you that thing. I think that's important. Now, in this passage here, this man, Gaius, was a man where the truth was found in him and obviously that what he was doing was uh, a blessing and it also it was a very fact to, to the matter that when John is writing that the passage of truth that he wanted to impart to the believers was stopped by a man called Diocrepus and, uh, and there's always a challenge, there's always something that's going to get in your way and my way from putting our faith in him. And of course, there can be doubt, there can be the brethren, there can be there can be many things, there can be family, there can be many different things that will sometimes become an obstacle, uh, and that obstacle will prevent you from putting your faith in Jesus Christ. Rather, this woman overlooked the obstacle, overlooked the crowd. She was one in a crowd. She stepped through that crowd and she put her faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you can do that and not be, not be um, maybe talked out of your faith in him. Um, Paul, Paul, when he went down to Damascus or to Arabia, he said he conferred not with flesh and blood when God had separated him as unto the gospel. Sometimes what we do is we is we'll go to the brethren and they'll talk out of, they'll talk it out of us. What we need to do is if the Lord tells you to do something, do it by faith. Don't confer with flesh and blood and reveal that your faith is in Jesus Christ and that in his word I challenge you that you would grab the Bible, grab the promises that you find in the word of God, put your faith in them, put your faith in Jesus Christ 
and be a testimony to others that your faith can be revealed in Jesus Christ.